With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Magellan, and welcome to the Magellan Show. It is the 22nd day of 2015. We won't be saying 2015 for very much longer. We're just uh, a few days away, about a a week or so from the new year. Can you believe it? We're almost to 2016. I was just thinking about how when we started this program in the summer, the late summer of 2013, and how time just flies by. And, uh, you know, and that's the way it is with so many things, how how we just move on and uh, and keep on. So we have a lot of, a lot of plans for 2016 for this program. And, in a year that I believe will be a year of great change, some for the better and likely some for the worse in terms of global affairs and the things that are going on in our country and really around the world. We are at a crossroads, and I think it's important that you understand that and that I understand that. We are at a crossroads. And I never... I never knew or never realized how much free speech really meant and how how important it was and how vital it is to our way of life. And when I say that we are losing our freedoms and our free speech, I mean it. We are. Does that mean that we have no freedom? No, I'm not saying that. We still have we have still have freedoms that we enjoy, and I thank God for that. But we are sadly and regrettably losing them. When you broadcast and the when you broadcast and speak out for truth, and you incur censorship for what you say, and what you say is uh, many times just reporting the news. But if it doesn't go in line with the liberal agenda, and if it's not palatable to them, even if it's a true 
true story. Uh, you know, no hype, no nothing, just straight to the facts. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's at the point now to where they will censor you and and that they will block speech. This is where we're at today. Which makes it harder and harder to carry out the tasks that lay before you. To be able to carry out the vision that our uh, founding fathers had and the framers of this Constitution. You know, I don't want the word Constitution or the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence to be uh, words that are considered uh, unacceptable to say because they should be considered uh and and by all people, a, a a tremendous and monumental a monumental set of of words that all Americans should hold dear. I've noticed that when you say the word Constitution or Bill of Rights, that you are considered ideologically out of touch with the mainstream, unless unless it has to do with with uh, a, a liberal agenda. I'll give you an example. You want you want free speech, and if it happens to be on a conservative topic, well, get ready because you know suddenly you you invoke the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. And they'll say, well, you know, you're, you're, you're just you're, you're living in the past. But if you are saying, hey, you know, I think it's great that uh, that we have illegal immigration and, and and it's a constitutional right, which it's not, I'd be like applauding you. Absolutely, this is the world and the society in which we are living in, and you can go back to your cocoon. And you can hide, and you can get into the things that you do that dis- that will distract you and numb you from that fact. But it doesn't mean that it isn't real. And we are at this point in our country experiencing, well, many are experiencing what I call the ostrich effect, where they know what's going on, They know that free speech is being taken away from us. They know that there is censorship going on by all of the major media conglomerates, from Google to YouTube to Facebook and everything else. Oh, but let's just bash Christians all day long, and that is totally acceptable. Not by me, but by the mainstream. That's when it conveniently becomes your freedom of speech. This is where we're at. This is where we've come to. But the ostrich effect where where you know just where it sticks its head in the sand. Are we like that where we would rather stick our head in the sand where 
as long as it doesn't affect us, then we're okay. You know, we've got everything under control. You know, I I, uh, I was just thinking about about a year ago. Well, it's been that long. Uh, time zips by, but uh, maybe it's not been that long. But uh, there was a family that had uh, had had their Christian family that had their children taken away. And uh, there were many that stood in solidarity, you know, with the family, and thankfully, and thank God that they got them back. But uh, and it was over something that that was so insignificant. And yet, there are families all day long that uh, cause their children to live in conditions that are totally unacceptable, and and CPS never goes in and does anything. But in that in that situation, there were so many that just kind of disconnected from it because it it wasn't uh, affecting maybe maybe their lives personally, so it it wasn't relevant. And we've come to the point, uh, and, and sadly, even within the body of Christ, where we where we have moved into a state of of well of complacency and and most of all, where we just don't really care. Where we just don't, it just doesn't matter to us if it's not affecting us. And you hear the news stories about what is happening in, let's say, the Middle East. There are those that have literally been killed for the name, the name of Jesus Christ beheaded at the hands of these barbaric jihadists known as ISIS, the Islamic State. Christians killed all over. The most martyred of all religious adherents, Christians. And we think about it, you know, it touches our heart momentarily, but that's where it stops. We we see the, the battles that we have here in our own country, how they are taking nativity scenes away. Just, they're gone. I mean, everywhere, just taking them away. And really a war on Christmas. And I know there's a tendency to say, well, you know, it's just one nativity scene. It's just one cross. We took down this one cross because this one religious group was uncomfortable. Don't want the cross. I mean, you know, selective tolerance, selective uh, freedom. Does it bother you? Does it bother you? It bothers us when it affects us. That's what happens. It bothers us when it affects us. And that uh that's the situation. And uh that's where we're at, you know. 
So in these times, we are to we are to uh, to ask God to to prepare our hearts for whatever it is that He would have, whatever He would have for us, and and how He would direct our paths. You know the uh, the Bible says that when we trust in the Lord, when we trust in Him, when we seek His face, He would be found. That He would make our path straight. That that He would go before us. Know that that He is the one that will do that will do that in your life if you will allow him to work in that in that fashion and in that way. So without a doubt, we are moving in a time that the Bible speaks about. And if you read the prophetic writings of the Apostle John, if you read the writings of the of the prophet Daniel, you will see that we are being ushered in a time that's not like been that's that hasn't been like any we've ever experienced before. You may say to yourself, Are you sure? Are you sure we are living in that time? Well, as we look at the scriptures and the prophecies of the Bible, it's very difficult not to not to see that 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 it is happening. That it's happening right right before us, right before our very eyes. And for that reason, everything everything looks different. I was actually reading an article on the news just, uh, I don't know, just a couple of days ago. And I believe it was in Sweden. I believe it was in Sweden. And how that there is a implementation, an implementation of this new, of this technology that uh, is is going to be, well, it would be very tempting for, for, for many to uh, take part in. And uh, I want to go into further detail about this because I think we need to, to be aware of it, especially these days. But for those of you that are just joining us, this is The Magellan Show. Six four six nine two nine zero seven zero nine. Our email address is contact at MagellanShow.com. You can find us on iTunes. Type in the keywords Magellan Show. Our website, of course, MagellanShow.com. Uh, check us out over there. Uh, IQDCalls.com. They're posting our programs. We, we do appreciate that. 
And we are also on, uh, as well as Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, and other sites. Uh, find us on YouTube, Magellan Show. That's how you'll find us on YouTube. Just type in the keywords Magellan Show, and we'll be on there. Uh, we are now, uh, well, it is it is 12.21 p.m. Eastern Time. And we are now bringing in our YouTube audience at this moment. So welcome uh, YouTube listeners. But I was talking about uh, a technology that is being implemented in Sweden. And it's a biometric technology. Now we have heard for a long, long time about the RFID chip and some of the uh, the concerns surrounding it. Uh, at the same time, it's a very appealing technology because what some of these you see Sweden right now is in a mess. They are in in a real mess because they do not know how to handle the the massive influx of refugees. Refugees that in most cases have not been vetted, have not had criminal background checks. As a result, crime has has gone up uh, astronomically in Sweden. So this RFID technology is beginning to be rolled out in Sweden. Yeah. So what what they're going to do, and, and they're they're talking that that they would start out, and they've started out with just a small number of people at, at this uh, high security apartment complex, where they would no longer need keys or uh, or cards to to have, be granted access into this complex, but would merely swipe their finger. And with that implanted RFID chip, it would recognize that particular person as a as a resident of that of that complex, and they would be granted access to the facility and to all the other uh, amenities that it offers. Sounds great, doesn't it? I mean, you know, just swipe your finger. Uh, we know now that uh, that I mean. This is not new technology. The bigger issue is the ethical questions and concerns and also the willingness for implementation. Now, let me uh, let me throw something out at you. We've known for several years that RFIDs have been in existence, but let's say you're living in a country like Sweden, which was once a country that had probably the lowest boasted of the like the lowest crime rate in the world and now suddenly crime is, is going up. Oh but it couldn't be from the refugees, could it? <laughs> this massive influx of refugees that haven't been haven't been vetted. But anyways, we'll 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 put that on the shelf for a second. But you have this kind of problem and it requires a solution. It requires a solution. And if you have a solution to a problem and it becomes politically expedient and and and, and politically advantageous to to offer a solution, well, you gotta have the problem first in order to offer the solution, right? I mean, it's been said 
before that if if you've got a hammer, then every problem is probably going to be a, a nail, right? You get the idea. And I would say that society would be mixed in their emotions on uh, on accepting this kind of technology into their body. But wait, when you have fear gripping your heart, when you have concern raging within you on how on how you'll you'll make it, how your family will be safe, in light of all of the, the terrorism of being terrorized, I think that the number would be quite quite overwhelming in favor of su- such implemented technology. There was a uh, there was a, a survey, not not an official survey done, but just a uh, just a very casual, impromptu survey done, where were, were Christian young people. I'm talking about millennials and below. So we're going to say under the age of of 30, but especially late teens and, and 20s, early 20s, 20, mid-20s. Those that actually knew the Bible, in fact. And virtually none of them knew anything about the book of Revelation or of Daniel or of other such prophetic books within the Bible. Words like the mark of the beast, the tribulation period, uh, one world government, all of that, not in their vocabulary. Now, am I demeaning that generation, saying that they just don't want to study? No, they, they knew the Bible well in many respects. But for some reason, that got skimmed over. I don't blame it entirely on the millennials. But on a society and a culture, and a global movement to to block out, to censor, if you will. You see, history is very repetitive, my friends. And isn't it curious how all over and all throughout the ages that when a society wanted to wanted to dumb down, for lack of a better word, the population, whether it was just the, the general population or, or a specific age group or even a specific religious group, that the key would be to, to prevent certain pieces of information from, from getting into the minds of those who need to hear it. But why in you know, during World War II and other periods of time that, you know, you had uh, censorship, things were blocked, you had propaganda machines in full gear. That's why even now in places like North Korea that, you know, total, total uh, uh, blocking of, of, uh, of, of various uh, 
uh, well, not various, but all all forms of media. And then for those who, those of us who are in the West who feel that we have uh, that that free flow of, of media, it may not be blocked and, and done so in such an overt way, like like say North Korea and other places, but it's done through the means of propaganda, right? That's what happens, you know? And that's where we are now. So we have to we have to stand up for our freedoms. And we have to say, look, you know, we want to be able to exercise uh, our freedom uh, in all ways. But the generation that that uh, is coming up right now has been victimized by this kind of effort to to filter information, to filter information. Oh, it's not just done in the society or, uh, you know, or or at a at a state level or or city level or national level, but it's also done and probably just as prevalent prevalent in the church. That's right, in the church. And we have a we have a uh, really a, uh, a a bunch of folks that are attending church of all ages that no longer hear messages out of the book of Revelation, out of the book of Daniel, out of the book of Ezekiel. They don't have a, have a grasp on what it means when you say, "Hey, you know, Jesus is coming soon. There is a such thing as a second coming." Uh, there will be a great tribulation period. There will be a mark that you're going to have to decide whether you're going to take or not, called the mark of the beast. And the Antichrist will 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 rise. All of these things and much more. Uh, the word sin, you know, is suddenly a uh, topic that you know, or, or you know, it's not it's not dealt with or addressed. And so we're, we're moving around aimlessly, and I'm saying we need we need to get real. We need to get our heads on straight, you know? We're going to lose our generation in so many ways, spiritually, socially, uh, in so many areas. There is a cultural war and a spiritual war. And like I said, if we're not careful, we'll we'll fail. Now Jesus says, He says, Trust in me. And we are to put our trust in him. We know that he has overcome the world. And you will never conquer the challenges and the adversities that this world will bring and its oppression as long as you look toward man's interpretation of, of of victory. It only comes through knowing Christ and in the power of his resurrection that we can 
get the answers that we need. And that is something that even those on a on a political level need to understand. And you can have politicians that can can get up and talk tough words and it sounds really really uh appealing. But unless they base their belief structure on Christ the cornerstone, then they themselves are not going to have uh, a government that will be on a, on a sure and firm foundation. As we move towards the, the 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 election process, we need to think about that as well. You know, when when praying for the right person to vote for, not just the one who, uh, you know, uh, is just spewing a lot of, of, of rhetoric, but but one that will uh, that you know will uh, champion the cause of the uh, of, of 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 the righteous of the of the believers not because they're trying to just you know appeal to that to that block but because they themselves understand the uh the message uh and and have it within their hearts and lives So this is the Magellan Show, a little bit different program today. Uh, really didn't cover uh, any news articles today because I just wanted to talk about some things about how our uh, how our free our free speech is um, is just hanging in the balance, and and many of our freedoms. And so we must because we all we're all affected by it. We're all affected by it. And if we and if some of you haven't been, you will be. So I'm thankful that at least at this moment we are able to broadcast. And uh you know, I appreciate that. But let me say again, you know, like this, you know, if 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 you say things that um are not uh, totally politically correct, well, they decide. They decide. And uh but we pray for a for a good year ahead. Pray for our, our, our radio program. I, I you know, this is like a ministry in many respects, although we do, you know, deliver you some good information news wise. But uh pray pray for our program. Many of you listen for a long time and we appreciate that. Ask you to support what we're doing if you're so able. Just uh, go to our website, MagellanShow.com. Click on the Donate button. Don't wait for somebody else to do it. You do it. Get on there and and support what we're doing. Many of you have listened to my program for two and a half years, and you've never supported us financially. I'm not asking you to give a gazillion dollars, but you listen, and you say, oh, I can't afford it, but you can afford other things. And you listen, and you get information from this. You glean from this program. And we deliver messages of truth. We we deliver the word of God. We 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 give you unfiltered news, and we do it regularly. You know, without without deviating, without. And so I'm asking you to support what we're doing. So go to our website, MagellanShow.com. Click on the donate button, and and do a uh, end of the year gift if you so uh, feel so led. And uh and I believe that um 
I believe that uh, when you, when you give, uh, you, you always give back. You know, and we don't do it for that reason, but we al- we always do. You know, it's better. It's 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 just a fact. You know, it, we all experience that. And uh, look, I want to thank you all for listening to the program. Um, we'll be back here on Thursday. We will ha- we will have a Christmas Eve program. So join us for that on Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We just had a later program today, uh, scheduling issue here. But we'll be back at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, 10 a.m. Central. Thanks for listening. Thanks to IPDcalls.com, Podbay.fm, and all the other stations uh, and websites for posting us. Uh, we're on YouTube. Uh, find us, Magellan Show. We're on iTunes. Uh, search us out. Uh, MagellanShow.com, our website. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, God bless all of you. Have a great day, and uh, we'll be back here Thursday. This is Magellan saying bye-bye for now. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.